0: Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The scenario is Mr. Corbett. It was written by Michael DeWolf, and it appears in Mansions of Madness. I'm the Game Master, and this is Episode 3. A recap will be given by Stephanie Mann as her character, Janet Olivia Ward. So without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. Stephanie?
1: Dearest Mabel, I hope this letter finds you well. All is fine here. However, I simply must relate to you more of the irregular goings on in our quiet corner of the world. As you know, per our last correspondence, that reclusive Mr. Corbett gave us a tour of his lovely, if not strange, greenhouse. Well, the peculiarities have been piling up since then. On Sunday night, during our weekly bridge game, I saw the most horrendous thing through the window. Mr. Corbett dropped what appeared to be a butcher's package onto his porch while trying to enter his house. And I swear, Mabel, there was an arm wrapped in the paper. Well, no one else believed me except Frank. He saw it too. We contrived a plan to inspect the man's porch for clues to confirm the contents of the mysterious parcel, but sadly turned up nothing. Frank, bless him, made several inquiries around town to see if any bodies were unaccounted for, and Andy probed for missing persons reports. Clara even looked into misplaced medical cadavers at the university. Although they turned up nothing, it did little to put my mind at ease. Not one to be deterred, I took it upon myself to procure evidence and did what any proper lady detective would do. I went through Mr. Corbett's trash can. Oh, Mabel, the whore! I found nothing damning, but I did manage to coat myself in the fetid contents within. One thing is for certain, Mr. Corbett's family has been steeped in tragedy. Beyond the loss of his wife and child, the man's father perished in a dreadful accident and his mother apparently died of grief. Can you imagine? Oh, and remember that hideous little statue I mentioned last time? Well, Clara identified the strange figure as a Hindu god of death. Yama and a botanist associate of hers from the university said the flowers were a very unusual, possibly some kind of new species. Clara, Andy, and my brother are dubious of what we saw and hesitant to participate in any further investigations. I fear my only ally in this matter is dear Frank. There will be no rest until I get to the bottom of this. Wish me luck, dear Mabel. All the best. Janet.
0: Excellent. All right. So I recall as we left off, it was still July 3rd, um, but it was late in the evening. So it's your choice whether you want to start on 4th of July with the party or not. Uh, 4th of July, okay. Got all the
2: steak ready. I don't see why not. Yeah. All right, I had the steaks.
0: So, Clark, what time is your party? What time is the get-together beginning?
2: Oh, it's uh, it's going to be a little bit earlier, so we can sail on into the evening. I'd say uh, everyone should get there like about mid, maybe 4 p.m.
0: Okay. You probably have a complement of food and fireworks. Yeah. Things like that. All right. Well, so... Um, Everybody arrives. Uh, You probably have other friends as well that show up and families and and everything else. So it's a big to-do. That morning, you all found baskets of fruits and vegetables on your porch um, with compliments from Mr. Corbett um, and apologies that he wouldn't be able to attend your uh your get together (laughs) as
2: per usual it is i feel bad bad for him i wish he would uh he would open up a little bit more but i respect his privacy
1: it's hardly surprising given all the tragedy he's had in his life
3: true true some sort of melancholic Oh, Frank, it's going to be okay. Don't have such a sour look.
4: Yeah, Frank. I just don't know what I'm going to do with all these extra vegetables. I mean, I mean, I haven't finished off the last basket he gave me.
1: Oh, we could probably give uh, some to our friends here. I'm sure they'd be happy to have them if you have extras.
4: I might take the basket into the... Um, um, the police department, you know, let the uh, um, uh, the boys, you know, take some home to their families.
2: What's Yeah,
5: all right, it's right. only like it's only Wednesday, isn't
3: it? Did I we find
5: out what day of the week it is?
0: Did we determine that? Uh, I think it is Wednesday,
3: it was Wednesday.
0: Okay, it's Wednesday. Damn. Um. Well And I imagine some of the officers are on duty today anyways, because it's still Fourth of July, and there's uh, things going on. Um, but the rest of you, I think, are all off, unless Frank gets an emergency call for someone. Um, so it's five o'clock and six o'clock, and you guys have eaten um and it, there's still there's still a couple of hours left of sunlight uh is there anything you would like to do or anything you'd like to plan today
3: you know the botany professor at the miskatonic was really interested in seeing mr corbett's greenhouse i'm hoping he'll allow mature maybe shed a little bit of light as to what he's growing in there well, that well, is Sarah. quite interesting Maybe you and I could
1: take a plate of food over to Mr. Corbett, since he declined to uh, to join
3: us. That is afternoon the neighborly eat. thing to bring him some food, of course. It certainly would be.
4: Oh, make sure to bring some of the uh, the steaks. The steak was oh, excellent. Oh yes, definitely, oh, Andy. Yeah. Good job
3: on those steaks. All right. Well, yeah. Just let's sure. let's let's go bring him a plate.
5: Okay. Frank. I
4: noticed that you didn't eat much.
5: Are you okay? No, no, I'm perfectly fine. perfectly fine with the the meal was fantastic. It was huh. fine.
0: Oh. It was fine. All right, so Clara and Olivia, um, you you may put together a nice plate with uh, some meat and vegetables and potatoes and maybe a slice of pie or whatever you guys have brought. Um and you walk across the street to Mr. Corbett's. His car is in the drive, and uh uh as you go up to the door, why don't you do a um uh, a listen roll? It is a thirteen um a hard success.
3: That's a regular success.
0: Okay. You both can hear music playing inside. Sounds like you know 1920s uh maybe he has a, a record player um uh, i don't know if they had record players or if they had victorolas but it's one of the, it's one of those things um you can hear it playing in the background uh it sounds a little distant like not right in the front room but maybe mm-hmm. in the kitchen or the back room or something um as you step up onto the porch what would you like to do
1: i'm gonna hand clara the plate so she can knock on the door (laughs) and i can peek through the window
0: okay um janet do a luck roll 23 that's a
1: pass
0: okay um just before dr clara knocks and you sort of lean over and peek in the window, um, you see Mr. Uh, Mr. Corbett. Um, he's standing in front of the uh, fireplace. Um, there's a mantle over the fireplace. And he's looking at some photographs uh, that are in frames up there. Um, and he seems to be lost in thought. So you don't really see his face. You're seeing him just sort of standing there looking at something on the, on the mantle.
1: Can I make out what it is the photographs are of?
0: I'll tell you, do a, do a spot hidden because he's, it's kind of a funny angle and you're kind of looking through gauze curtains too into a-
2: Oh no, that's a fail.
0: You can't see who it is, but uh, well, you'll see in a minute if you if he opens up the door. Um so do you knock?
3: Oh yeah.
0: Um you knock and he uh comes out of his sort of reverie and he walks over to the door. He opens up the door. Oh hello ladies, how are you this uh this day? Uh, happy um 4th of July.
1: Oh yes, happy 4th of
3: July. We brought some uh some leftovers I for you. see
0: and he opens <laughs> yeah. up the uh he opens up the, the screen door and he says, uh, oh, please, would you come in for a minute?
3: Oh, of course. Thank you. Oh, that'd be lovely. Thank you.
0: He uh, he takes what you give him and he walks into the kitchen, which is just in the back, you know, around the corner. And you hear him set it down. And he comes back. Um, so while you're in here for a few moments alone, uh, do you, what do you guys want to do? I think I know Jim. what you want to do.
3: Janet, would you, did you see anything when you were looking through the window?
1: I'm going to gesture at the uh, the mantelpiece and then just kind of casually stroll over and, and okay. take an admiring glance mm-hmm. at whatever ephemera is up there.
0: You can see that there are pictures of his family. And probably the one he was looking at was his wife. Uh, she was a very lovely woman. Of course, that was 10 years, 10, 12 years ago. Mm-hmm. so she looks a lot younger um there might, might be a wedding photo too of the two of them there he looks a lot younger too you can see yeah. how hard times have uh aged him a bit oh,
3: he's still he a good looking so man happy. though he looks so happy in that photo they were such, they were such a handsome couple uh, we certainly don't thank see him smiling like that thank oh, you so Mr. much uh,
0: for coming this looks delicious i'll I'll enjoy that this afternoon. Would you like some coffee or tea? I, I know you have a party going on.
3: Some tea would actually be lovely, Mr. Yes. That. Yeah. That would be wonderful. If you don't mind. If would, it's you like, would you like to come
0: in the kitchen?
3: Oh, yes. Right. Be great. Thank you.
0: So you step into the kitchen. It's very neat and clean. Um, it has a lemony smell to it, which is very pleasant. Um, and he put some uh, some tea on, and as you sit there's like a little breakfast nook looking out into the backyard, into the, the garden and the fruit trees and so forth. Mm-hmm. Um, please have a seat. Um, I, I'm afraid I don't bake cookies usually, oh, so that's I don't all have right. anything like that.
1: I've, I've had enough sweets at the picnic today.
0: Uh, <laughs> yes, that pie looks delicious. Um, So is everybody enjoying themselves?
3: Oh Oh, yes, it's been a wonderful. It's been a wonderful little party. Clark always does such a good time. Good, good job throwing. Quite a few cars
0: out there. uh, Mm -hmm. Family.
3: Yes, some friends, friends, some family. Mm
1: -hmm. Yes, acquaintances from around town.
0: That's nice. And he gets some cups down and sets them there, and puts some tea in them.
3: Mr. Corbett, I'm, I've always admired how immaculately clean your home is. I, I you know, myself and Lizzie were so busy working. Do you have someone who, do you have some help that comes in? Because we would love a recommendation. No,
0: no, no. I, I did. It's kind of, you know, ever since I was a boy, I was very neat and tidy. Um, very commendable. Well, and it was kind of reinforced by medical school. I uh, I ended up becoming kind of you know germ uh, right fear of germs. I
3: didn't go to medical school, Mister.
0: Well, I didn't complete. I started at Miskatonic, and then my father uh, had his accident.
3: Oh yes, so and, sad. Uh,
0: and I had to uh, take over the business, um, but it you know it gave me general knowledge of medicine. Um, and it, it kind of carried over because I'm very meticulous with everything at work and, and uh, my books are in perfect order. And, you know, um, and of course, that I'm not really a dictator. That sounds like, you know, some people can be really real sticklers for that sort of thing and other people. But I don't mind cleaning up. It's very nice to clean and think and garden and, and do think.
3: You and, say cleanliness is next to godliness. Well, mm-hmm. Indeed. I'm sure it can be very meditative. Speaking of um, the Miskatonic, Mr. Corbett, I had taken some pictures from your beautiful greenhouse, and I brought them to a botany professor. Mm. And he was fascinated and and really was, was very interested in, in if he could, sometime at your convenience, of course, Come and look at them. He thought it might be a real feather in the Miskatonic's cap to have some new samplings of some species that we haven't seen here before. Mm.
0: There's nothing really that unusual in there. Uh, perhaps, yeah, uh, give me his number or give
3: of course, my number yes. to him. And I will. Thank um, you very much. I know he's really going to enjoy that.
0: Yeah, it's... Um, I suppose it's unusual, you know. The so much of the world, if it's Europe or if it's America, uh, most of the plants have been cataloged and and so forth. But when you get into some of the Asian areas, the India and, and China, and um, there's just not that many people going out there right, looking right. for Right, not plants. in our
3: records, maybe in theirs, but certainly not in ours. He was very fascinated, and you you just you grow such beautiful plants, Mr. Corbin. I'm always impressed.
0: Growing plants is, is easy when, when all you have to really do is think about the environment they come from sure. and just try to recreate that. That's why I have a greenhouse. The winters mm-hmm. here would kill every single plant in that, uh, in that greenhouse.
1: Still, you must have some level of uh, patience and understanding for
0: them. It's true. I mean, I, uh, I tend to document things in an almost medical sort of manner um, it's just been my hobby. Botany's a hobby. I think I mentioned to maybe it was Clark that uh, I, I'm, I'm constantly working on different, different kinds of fertilizers to see what will work and uh, what, what some plants burn with fertilizers and so forth. But I guess a little bit of my medical knowledge has helped me with, you know, knowing at least how to do basic chemistry.
1: That's 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 so fascinating. fascinating. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure there's probably just amazing stories behind uh, all of your plant finds from your travels.
0: Yeah. Um, It's oftentimes just a matter of walking along and noticing a plant and thinking, hmm, that looks interesting. Maybe I'll get a sample of that. Plants are usually pretty easy to propagate. Mm. You just need a piece of the plant, and you can usually get it to root, and it'll grow.
3: Is there is there one particular plant that you are, like, very proud of or think that, like, oh. it was the most effort or something like that?
0: Well, the one in particular that you mentioned with the blue flowers, mm-hmm. um, I've wondered a lot about that one.
3: Because That's the it's, one the professor was most curious about
0: yeah i think that it's very unusual um did did he notice that it has seven petals
3: yes he did note that he noted that that was very um odd and he I've, he explained a little bit of that to me Ah, uh, so
0: yeah i've been trying to figure that out it's it's an odd odd number of mm-hmm. petals um orchids have six um it's it's almost always a multiple of three or four on a That's flower. That's
3: so interesting. Mm.
0: Um, even daisies, if you count the petals, it's still going to be a multiple of three or four. So seven's very unusual. But it could be, like in orchids, it could be that two of the petals have fused. Okay. And made a, the illusion of seven petals. Right when there are really eight petals. That I would need a botanist, a real botanist or a biologist to figure out. So mm-hmm. maybe your friend, maybe your friend can figure that out.
3: Yeah, um, if, uh, mutual, uh, mutually beneficial. I think he would be interested in studying it and maybe you get a little bit of more information out of it. Mm,
0: maybe, it would be fun anyway. I could ask him some advice on some of the things that I, I grow. Of
3: course, sure.
0: Well, here's the tea is ready. Let's okay, put this out. You. Yes. Um, tell me about yourselves. Uh, Dr. Claire, I think you said you were working on something.
3: Oh, I'm, uh, you know, I'm an art history professor at um, Miskatonic, and mm-hmm. I have been seeking some educational grants to take some some of my more fastidious students to Italy to um, study some of the you know the great works there of course now my personal place of worship is the Louvre of course in fact that's actually where I met Lizzie Um, but it's been some years since I've been to Italy and I think it would be a good opportunity for some of my students who've never left the country at all.
0: I think that would be very interesting to be Mm -hmm. able to See those things. I've never been to Italy. Um,
3: oh, Mr. Colbert, you must go sometime. I
0: mean, I've I've seen pictures. I've I've heard it's incredible. Um, I guess my forte is India. I've been there more. I've than never been. I'm else.
3: very fascinated by that religious iconography in general. Fascinates me. Your little statue. Oh. Uh, was just so interesting.
0: Yeah, I I picked that up in in India, uh, on one of my travels. Although I, I don't quite remember which one it was. Um, uh, some other artists, well, and he says, um, hey, "Bring your your tea. I'll
3: show you something." Okay. No, thank you. Yes.
0: And uh, he takes you into the living room, and he has kind of like a uh, a display case with curios in it, mm-hmm. and there are some odd little things in there, some whistles and stuff. And there's this one rather strange-looking uh, knife. Oh, is how says so This is used in religious rituals. And uh it's it's difficult to explain exactly how it's used because I don't really understand the depths of their religion.
1: Mm-hmm. It but, looks positively dangerous.
0: Well, it's it's not actually used as a weapon, it's 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 a it's a way to focus the prayer to a single point in the universe, which is the point of the, of the blade. Mm -hmm. Um, I also have this on the wall, uh, which I thought was very nice. Uh, He has a framed uh, painting and in front of it is a page also framed, or to the side of it is a page also framed of uh, translation from I think the Bhagavad Gita, that's what mm. he'll say to you, uh, but.
3: So exotic.
0: It's an interesting oh. text. Um, why don't you read it for Yes, us?
3: of course. As they stood poised for the battle, Prince Arjuna hesitated to attack the enemy with his army. Vishnu, in the incarnation of Krishna, encouraged and motivated him by explaining how the universe functions. Life, death, reincarnations, Brahman, Maya, and how it is an endless cycle. Prince Arjuna wanted to be wanted to understand so he asked to see Vishnu in his true cosmic form. In an instant of time shorter than the beat of a bird's wing, it all unfolded before his mind. He could see it as no living creature had ever seen it before. The to the overwhelmed and humbled Arjuna cried out, Tell me who thou art in such a fearsome form. I bow down my soul to thee, O most glorious of gods. Be merciful, O primal essence. I wish to understand thee because I cannot fathom your intentions. With a thunderous voice like mountains colliding, the Supreme Lord said, I am death, the destroyer of worlds, and today I am out to destroy. What is time or space to me? All your petty hopes and fears are nothing. Whether or not you go to war to me is irrelevant. Every man here arrayed for battle will die. They shall all cease to exist. From my perspective, they have already been destroyed by me. I am the universe and I command. All things are one to me. In this place and time, you are only an instrument of my will.
0: You can see the icon, the picture, Reflects mm-hmm. that particular scene.
3: Well, it's certainly powerful. It is. It's it's so interesting to see different religious um, understandings of gods. You know, the the Christians believe in a more benevolent god. Some believe in a more vengeful. It's just very interesting to me. That's a that's a beautiful work it's, of art. It's it's very
0: book. deep and. It's something you could spend a great deal of time thinking
3: about. Oh, for sure. Yes.
0: Well, ladies, don't let me keep you from your party.
3: Mr. Corbett, this has been lovely. Thank you so much for the tea and for showing us around a little bit. Your beautiful home is very kind of you. You're very
0: welcome. And he shows you to the door and you guys leave.
1: Wow, oh, that was certainly interesting. I know, and my goodness, a, that passage. Mm. Just, it makes, oh, that, that seems like. Depressing. <laughs> I don't know, I a little bit questionable maybe, certainly exotic. Uh, yes. It makes me think that India would be quite a fine setting for
3: a novel. But oh yes, something mysterious, mysterious far-off lands. Yes, mm. and uh, cults of murder, death, and destruction. <laughs> it just seems. Mm. Yeah. Maybe you could even manage to get a trip out there, you know, for research purposes. Oh, oh
1: it's just, I just—I mean, I shouldn't hope to dream. That's just seems so far-fetched. A woman traveling there alone. <laughs>
3: Oh well, we could go to we could go together, Janet. I. W- I've always wanted to view the the um the religious iconography over there. I'm only mostly familiar with European art. I I wonder if Clark might like to
1: go as uh, as a uh, broadening the business. Maybe there's oh, some of sort of textiles I or fabrics there definitely. he might find exciting. Well, the
0: two good, of you are coming, coming, coming. Yeah, you yes. guys are rejoining the, the walking party. back
1: over.
3: Well, that was certainly interesting.
4: (laughs) Sounds like it. You were over there for quite some time.
3: Ah, yes. Sorry to just walk away from this lovely party, Clark. But Oh, don't feel bad about Mm it. Well, he invited us to sit for tea. And then... Uh,
4: Always a nice man, Mr. Corbett.
1: Um, He certainly has a sense of decorum. Uh, He showed us some very interesting things he's collected in his house i don't quite understand it clara could probably explain it better
3: just i i think it must have been hindu iconography and then this passage to go along with it it was so uh just strange just this this god talking about how you know man means nothing to him and he has already destroyed all of these men preparing for battle so he cares not for them in this fight and oh it was fascinating and then this little instrument he showed us i'm i agree with you janet that looked like a weapon of sorts but he it's insisted so. that it wasn't
1: well one thing's for sure it could kill a man
3: all know that mr corbett went to medical school i had no idea that was mm. very interesting did did any of you know that frank no
4: i did
2: not Clark. i've always known him as um
1: antiquities you know, dealer yeah
2: yeah but I, I do know he's had a lifelong love affair with India as he's incorporated it into his business. So I'm certainly not surprised that he has an affection for their lore and artifacts. Of course, of course. He travels there quite frequently, so this, this all makes sense. Yeah, and your wife was just telling me,
4: Frank, about the beautiful elephant he gave you.
5: Yes, the the... The one that he gave us yes that that one
4: yes yes so it doesn't surprise me that he has such interesting um trinkets and stuff like that from india he must bring some really choice items
3: i'm sure he does i I, i'm curious to know if he keeps some of the most interesting things for himself we only saw a, a few things i'm sure he has other things around his house
1: I should have asked to use the little
3: girl's room. <laughs> oh, Janet.
2: Well, maybe we could have one night where uh, we might uh, have a dinner and, and, uh, and uh, regale one another with our stories of our travels. In and, and that way, we might be able to familiarize ourselves a little bit more with his travels. Oh, yes. Think of, think of it, just go off to the Far East
3: hmm jen and i were just talking about that some some kind of trip maybe we could all wouldn't that be just a jolly good time all of us traveling to the far east together
1: it would be quite an adventure
3: uh,
4: well you guys can do that but you know <laughs> i have a job to do around here
1: oh surely they give you some time off Andy. Uh
4: the streets of arkham and me are required for me to be here
1: Work, work,
5: work makes Andy a bowl. Don't wait. <laughs>
0: That's so, true. So as the evening wears on, you guys set off some fireworks and have a display. Um, is there anything else you want to do this evening until you get to the next day? Okay. So you all probably are up late. You probably, you know, there's lots of kids. There was no school. Um, We'll say that they give you a couple days off of school, and then wait, there's no school going on right now. Um, It's July. Uh, Some colleges are still going. They're on their summer schedule. Um, That's why the college is still open. But None of you have children, right? You have kids. You have kids that are grown up.
2: Grown, yeah, 25 and 28. They're, okay. they're I do like right. Boy Scouts, but, you know, that's... Only
1: my, you know, my lovely weekends. niece and nephew. Uh, and the cats.
5: And Frank and, and Frank and Beth don't have kids.
0: Okay. But your niece and nephew don't live with you, do they? Um, Janet? No. Okay. Because All they're, right. They're my- so, you guys stay up late. You party. You have fun. You enjoy yourselves, and... You end up going home and going to bed. Um, next morning comes. Uh, so you're going to go more or less back to your normal routines, uh, unless you're taking another day off. Uh, Clark, are you taking another day off or going back to work?
2: Um, I, I'll uh, go back to work. Uh, half day, but uh,
0: still. Get okay. business Okay. And Frank, what were you going to say?
2: I going to
5: call a day off unless there's an emergency
0: okay and then our Officer Andy are you working today or not? Oh
4: of course it's always busy right after the 4th I mean we got people there are in the trunk tank and you know there's stuff we have to follow up
0: all right so Clara and Janet you guys are working from home or, or not working at home um, what would you guys like to be doing today?
3: Oh, I imagine I'll go visit with Janet, have a cup of tea, have some, go over the gossip of the neighborhood. Okay. Maybe keep Um. an eye on Mr. Corbett's house. (laughs)
1: Um, I will, I will mention to Clara as we have our little morning coffee conversation, um, I, I'm very much interested in
3: looking up some more of that Indian religion stuff and mm-hmm. perhaps a trip to the library if you're not busy today. Of course, yes. Of course, let's go. And you and we might actually have better luck at the Miskatonic's library. Um, but which, whichever one, of course.
0: All right. Um, so Clark, um, you go to work. Um, so uh, we'll do before lunch. Um, You have, uh, there's a lot of people in town for the 4th of July. So you actually find that your business is kind of booming for a moment. Um, People taking long promenades up and down the street. So they keep coming into your shop and maybe you can make some sales. That would be cool. Frank, your place is kind of quiet. Nobody's dying, Um, darn them all. Uh, Officer Andy, what would you like to do today?
4: Yeah, I want to um, check up on um, um, that suspect that I um, have for the jackal. I'm okay, gonna go.
0: Tomaszowski?
4: Yeah, Tomaszowski.
0: Um, are you going to check at his uh, work? Yeah, I'm going to
4: check his work first, especially since I have a friend that works over there that um, Okay. Um, I can find out. You know, I'll go over there.
0: And uh, is anybody accompanying you?
4: Oh, yeah. I'm going to uh, see if um, my uh, partner, um, Dave, is around. Dave Whitethorn.
0: Okay. I um, think that uh, Stuart's going to play Dave. <laughs> At least temporarily. <laughs> As Dave suddenly appears out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, give him a second to appear out of nowhere um let's see um, so you go down to the precinct office you check in you uh write up what you're going to do and you pick up Dave yeah. and you drive over to the hospital um the hospital hey. is is still busy um seems like there's a lot of um kids with minor burns and uh and uh, you know, a couple of lost fingers from the fireworks, some singed hair. Uh, as you as you pull in, um, you walk inside, and your friend is behind. He's behind the, the counter. Oh, excuse me, I just got burps all of a sudden. Um, it's like, oh, uh, officer, uh, officer Andy, and uh, officer other guy. <laughs> <laughs> what was the name again? Sorry, Whitethorn. Whitethorn. All right, Dave Whitethorn, An Officer Whitethorn. Uh, what can I do for you today?
4: Uh, just checking up on stuff. How is um, um, our friend doing?
0: Uh, you're talking about uh, Randall Thomasowski. yeah. Well. the the guy does his job um I uh I uh thought about questioning him but I don't know he gives me an odd vibe uh like he's like he's a nervous little rat you know what I mean
4: yeah I know exactly what you mean which is why I kind of you know I'm um, a little bit uh of watching him a bit.
0: Well, I mean, if you've got something you want to ask him or you want to talk to him, he's like up on the fourth floor. Uh I think he's once again like cleaning a cleaning an ER room. So he's gonna be alone. Yeah, we
4: could do that. Um yeah, I was also thinking, um, what do you think? David, I thought it was uh, Dave, I was thinking of that, or maybe we would um, check
2: his locker. I think that's a that's the best idea. Not confront him right away, but just yeah. Take um, him around the environment.
0: And he uh, the security officer kind of looks around and he says, give me a second, we'll find the number. Says his locker is gonna be a 103 there shouldn't be anybody in there right now. All right. Um, and he says, you know, go down the hall, uh, make a left turn and go through the door, the blue door. And that's the... Uh... And here, let me give you a, a pass. Uh, oh, thanks. So Thank you, you for have your have cooperation. Like a, have like a, a badge that says you didn't mm. have uh, access. All right. Um, so you go down the hall, uh, make a turn, go down to the other hall to the blue door, and you step inside. The lights are on. Um, there are showers in the back, you know. If if employees need to take a shower, uh, there are uh, a lot of extra supplies and things in here, and there's rows of rows of lockers. Uh, you go to 103, and there is a, a padlock. They've all got padlocks.
4: Right. I'll do a pan around the. Um, there's sure
0: there's else no in one.
4: There. Right, go and yeah, this is the guy Dave that I was telling you about. Um, this someone else had you know fingered him possibly for the jackal, but didn't follow up on it. So I checked it out, and this guy is a petty criminal and done some other things. It wouldn't surprise me if this guy,
2: if he's not the jackal, knows a lot more about it. Yeah, the okay. yeah, last I heard, he was the number one suspect, but there yeah. wasn't a lot pressed on him. Yeah, and I I got this itch, you know what I mean? And
4: I thought, you know, I wanted you to be aware of it. And, you know, because you'd usually have the night shift. Uh, yeah. So you can, can yes. kind of keep uh, an eye on things. Yeah. Hmm. It's locked. You still, ha- um, you still know how to do that trick you used to do
2: when you were a kid? Oh, I sure do. One second here. I'll take oh. out a little, uh, little two little tens of metal here. Mm-hmm. I'll what say it was this much for you and your
4: father. You sure know your way around a car and mo- motorcycle engine.
2: Yeah. All righty. Do a, a lock pick? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Pick lock. Okay, that looks pretty good. That's a 36. Yep.
0: Okay. So uh, it takes you just a couple of seconds, and uh, you managed to pop the, the little lock. Um, huh. you take the take the thing off and you open up the locker. Now carefully, his,
2: very carefully, slowly.
0: Right. Uh his regular everyday clothes are there. He has kind of a leather jacket and um and black pants and stuff. He's wearing orderly stuff, which are just the blue cotton. Um but all of his regular stuff is in there, including his wallet. Huh. What would you like to do?
2: I'll do a quick once-through on the wallet.
0: Okay. It's Randolph Tomasowski. Uh he is how old? Uh I don't have all my stats here all of a sudden. Um he is long. twenty-seven years old. Um and he's uh, registered. He's got a driver's license for, for um, Arkham, Massachusetts. But nothing seems out of the ordinary. Uh, no jackal calling cards. No jackal calling cards. Uh, he does have a few dollars in his uh, wallet.
4: Nothing unusual there. Any interesting phone numbers?
0: Um, no, there's no phone number. She doesn't have a credit card or anything like that.
4: I take a look up the, using my pencil, Take a look around at the upper part of the locker.
0: Okay. Um, well, I, I mean, other than clothes, maybe there's a hat, uh, just a regular, everybody's the same style hat. Um, were you looking like at the jacket and stuff?
4: Yeah. And then making anything underneath it, you know, maybe you have okay. something in the back corner.
0: All right. Do a, do a spot hidden.
4: All right. Um 33, so that's a success.
0: Okay. Um, you can feel that there is something heavy uh in his breast pocket inside the jacket. Um take a
4: take a look. You're using my pencil to and mm-hmm. take a look. All right. It seems to be in the breast pocket.
0: Uh as you reach into the pocket. Uh, You can feel what feels like a small chain and a circle of some sort in metal. You pull it out and take a look at it.
4: Whoa. Look at this, Dave.
0: Mm.
2: Yeah, it looks rather peculiar.
4: Mm. That would be fitting with someone who's doing the stuff that's going on. I'll we'll put it back in there. Yeah. We don't want him
2: thinking that things have been checked out. Was there anything carved on the back of it?
0: Oh yeah. Um no, it's it's flat. Uh, I, I write it a quick can't read what of it, it says. It it looks maybe like Hebrew or something else like
4: that. Uh, I will try to can I do a little um uh, like take my pencil, put a piece of paper into an etching of it? Sure. Okay. Maybe I can get someone to look at that later on. Hmm. All right. I carefully put the jacket back. Was there anything else?
0: Mm-mm.
2: Is that it? Okay.
0: That's nothing else. Car keys. All right, let's, or... let's
2: lock this up. Then. All right. You got it. All right, Andy. Mm. So I'll go to great lengths to put everything back just the way it was as I slowly opened it before I slowly close it back up. Okay. Lock it. Uh, um,
4: nothing conclusive but that necklace that has me concerned I, you know I would fit with the m o of someone killing people's
2: pets, yeah, it does look uh so like some of those stories of of crazy people that follow mystical mumbo jumbo, yeah, and sometimes they end up doing all sorts of terrible things in the in their pursuits.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this guy has me concerned, you know, and this fits the local, you know, this area is rife with, you know, you know, people who are supposedly practicing witchcraft and worshiping Satan. So it's the bill. Yeah. Well, we're just going to keep an eye on this. There's nothing conclusive, but I think our next bet is to, maybe check out his place later on. Thanks for helping me out, Dave. Well, certainly of course. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, and You're I dead. wanted someone <laughs> else to, I wanted someone else to know besides me what I was working on. I mean, I know this has kind of gone on the back burner a bit, but like I said,
2: I just have this itch. This guy is doing something. Yeah. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll keep, uh, good notes of what we found mm-hmm. and, uh, and as I, if I find anything that relates to this, I'll add to that and keep you up to date. Uh, well, I can do like a monthly call with you, or heck, I'll probably see you at the station ever so yeah, often.
4: Yeah, well, you
2: know, we see each other
4: once a week. So, you know, during the um, chief briefing, you know, at least you can keep an eye on things going at, on at night since... Yeah, that's a little bit difficult me since I do the day shift. I need to get rest just like you need to get sleep during the day.
2: Yeah. I wonder if we should – who was the officer that was uh, last uh, looking into this? That was a while ago. Wasn't that uh, McKenzie, was it? Yeah, it was McKenzie. Yeah, I don't know if we want to pursue. But then again, McKenzie seemed to drop this. Not sure why. Oh, he got dropped at that time point. He got that um,
4: big case on the um, on the rum runners. Oh, that's right.
2: Okay, yeah, that makes sense.
0: Well, it, so, it actually it also was probably that if you don't have any evidence, then there's not anything that you can you can't hold a person forever. Yeah. So. Yeah. They so. questioned him, and he didn't give them anything. So.
2: Oh sorry yeah. Yeah, yeah. all right all right Andy. I'll, I'll yeah. see you uh, later in the week. Hey yeah, uh, you take care. Uh, right. t- you know uh,
4: have a good one and, and enjoy that um, that weekend motorcycle ride you
2: like to do. I can't wait. I cannot yeah. wait counting the days down. All right Andy.
0: All right, was there anything else you wanted to do Officer Andy?
4: Yeah, that later on that evening or after I get down with work, I'm going to go to the Missitonic University, see if I can find someone who is a linguist or something with ancient, be able to figure out what this rubbing says. Okay, might hit the occult department first. That might be my best
0: bet. That's a big department at Missitonic. <laughs> yes, I know. Um, all right. Uh, so, nothing between now and then because it's still morning. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, but I got to do my work. So, I'll do your work. Okay. Yeah. So, you go back to work and um, the day goes fairly normal for you. Um, Clara and Olivia, you guys were going to go to the library. Did you decide which one you wanted to go to?
3: Oh, Janet, I'll let you pick. It's whichever one you'd rather go to.
1: Oh, I mean, I'm fine with either one. I
3: think you're right. The uh, Miskatonic one would probably have uh, more what I'm looking for. Maybe more academic, at least, might have a little bit more information. Okay, let's do that.
0: Okay. Um, When you uh, go to the university and you look up Hindu deities, you can find books that talk about specific sort of um, major deities, um, Shiva, Vishnu, Brahman, um, and of course, Vishnu catches your attention because it's the same name.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: it doesn't. It doesn't give you. I mean, it gives you like a, a huge amount of information. But you basically get the, uh, uh, the sort of impression that um, you have gods and you have the incarnations of gods and you have the avatars of gods and the avatars are the gods in human form, um, almost akin to Jesus, um, except that like Krishna, they aren't actually human They're gods pretending to be human. You get that in Greek mythology as well, where Zeus will pretend to be a human, or Apollo will pretend to be a human. Um, And some of them are somewhat indifferent to humanity, and some of them want to teach humanity the truth and get humanity to rise up. They believe in reincarnation, that we get multiple chances. Every time you're born and you get reborn, uh, you become higher up in level and the, where the gods are now is where we will eventually be but the gods will still be our gods because they will advance even beyond that um, and their views of death because of the reincarnation they're not really anti-death they're afraid of death it's like it just means they'll come back um, and outside of the game I don't know very much at all about Hinduism so sure um, but you also get the impression that because of the avatars and the and the incarnations and all of this that there are more gods in Hinduism than there are humans on the planet um, and they all have different aspects so uh, you basically can find a deity to worship whatever you want for any occasion. Know. For any occasion, right? Um, what a novel idea! But it doesn't really give you any insight into anything right. other than right. it's a, it's it's a curiosity for people who were not into that religion.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, and it would be hard.
0: To, it would be hard to imagine Mr. Corbett being a Hindu.
1: That's you know, true. Living yeah, in, <laughs> living here. He's eccentric, but maybe not that eccentric. Right.
3: Yes, and uh, I, I do believe he is. Um, he he eats meat, and I don't. I don't think that that is. Um, I think in the Hindu religion, they're typically vegetarian. So that that line, yeah, I, he must just have a passing curiosity with it. He spends so much time there.
0: I think Buddhists are more vegetarian. Oh. I'm not sure the Hindus are because they have delicious goat goshpanan and <laughs> delicious curries with all right. kinds of meat in them, but. But they don't eat cows.
3: Uh, okay. Uh, see I'm, I'm ignorant sacred. on all of that. So um. hopefully he's not bringing him
1: over barbecued steaks. So. Oh, I know. <laughs> hopefully
3: we haven't offended him. Yes. <laughs> I
1: feel like we've committed something egregious if that's the case. Uh, Clara, what about
3: that that oh yes, the knife? The, what did the he death? say? That was for some kind of religious ceremony. Did he say Yeah. That? he said like focusing a point? Some sort of universal energy. Um,
1: I just don't believe that it's not a weapon. It
3: looked like like a weapon. I agree with you. It looked like a weapon.
1: I mean, what a dastardly thing to stab somebody with that, Mm -hmm. with all its little points and angles. Mm
3: -hmm. Is there anything we can find about that? Or is that also just kind of like lost in all of the many, many texts on uh, Hinduism?
0: Um, Do a... um... To a library bowl. I'm
3: going to push right. that. Regular success.
0: Okay. Um, trying to remember. I think that it is called a Persia. Okay. Per, per Purba? Perba? Perba. Perba. That's it it's called a purba, And yeah, it's not necessarily even sharp, but the idea is that it's almost like they would use it in a blessing where the, the 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 spiritual energy is focused to the point which they touch and that becomes like the center of the universe. Um that's interesting. That's a complete non-Hindu hmm saying things that he doesn't really know, but it is definitely a an actual Hindu thing used in the ceremonies, and it's not used to stab anything. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Seems like such a dangerous thing to make, but I guess if they don't make them sharp, you know?
3: I suppose so. I suppose so. Is there anything else
0: you would like to look up? Um,
1: um, I would like to look up uh, because I got so distracted the last time I was at the library with mm-hmm. all the other stuff I was looking up. I imagine that the university has uh, local periodicals in their records as well.
0: Newspapers and periodicals, yes.
1: I'd like to look up Mr. Corbett's wife.
0: Okay. Um, go ahead and do a library That is
1: a hard success.
0: Hard success. All right. So try to figure out about 12 years ago or so you start going through the Miskatonic uh, Sentinel and uh, you find this.
1: Obituaries, May 6th, 1911. Corbett, Lynn Ann Myers, age 23. Died in childbirth in her home. A graduate of the Pierpoint School, Miss Corbett was married to a local businessman, Bernard Corbett, a little over a year ago, funeral services for both mother and child will be held Saturday afternoon at St. Paul's Church in Arkham. Miss Corbett is survived by her parents, Edward and Shirley Myers, and her husband, Bernard Corbett, president of Corbett Importers of America. Such
3: a it's shame. Sad. Very sad. sad. Or Mr. Corbett. His, his life seems to just be dotted with tragedy.
1: Um, I wonder. Uh, go ahead. I can't recall off the top of my head,
3: Clara. It, was her family local? Uh, you know, I'm not sure. Would we know that, Tom?
0: Uh, the Myers family, you don't think they were.
3: Mm-hmm. You think
0: she moved here um, when she married him. Mm. Uh, You think they might be like Nebraska or something like that. So she Mm -hmm. came quite a ways.
3: I wonder how they met. I wonder if she's married here.
0: Probably St. Paul's church.
1: Mm. Hmm. Oh, That's just my morbid curiosity as a writer. What can I say? These things, uh, the human
3: condition. Of course. I, I can understand. I know that. Whatever you and Frank saw, it certainly shook you. I could understand wanting to look a little bit deeper. Into oh, that. well, that yeah, it wasn't even in my mind right now. I just was uh, just curious,
1: you know, um, uh, the, his wife's portrait on the mantle was what, uh, mm. what brought it to mind.
0: Of course. Clara, if you were assisting, why don't mm-hmm. you do a library role as well?
3: Uh, regular success.
0: Okay. it hmm. to another thing. No, but
1: I'll push it.
0: You want to push it? Okay.
1: Yeah.
0: The whole library is going to come collapsing down on top of <laughs>
3: you shelf after shelf after shelf just dominant terrible that's uh no that's an 80
0: okay
1: paper cut
5: uh. yeah you're breaking names. now we reenact the scene from the mummy <laughs> <laughs> all
1: that's right what i
3: was thinking
0: <laughs> uh you in fact do not find anything else mm.
1: um look at this latest issue of vogue oh fascinating Yes.
0: And for 3 hours he sat there looking at ladies <laughs> magazines um, as proper ladies should in 1920s. Um, all right so uh after that you probably head back. Uh is I'll there stop by the
3: botany department just to give the professor Mr. Corbett's number. Okay. So they have um, contact.
0: All right. Uh let's see do I remember what his name was? Uh Professor Bill Rinko, Professor mm-hmm. of Botany. Um, uh, he looks up from his desk. Oh, um, um, I recognize you, but I'm afraid I don't remember who you are from the other day.
3: <laughs> yes, yes. I brought that photograph of that really interesting flower. Oh, we had impressive. a discussion about it. Yes. Yes. Um, the, the owner, the cultivator of that flower is, is more than happy to show it to you in person. He actually oh. has a very fascinating greenhouse from with plants from all over the Orient. Um, I have his number here if you'd like to contact him.
0: Oh, sure. Um, yeah. I, I, some of the other things in the background were really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know if he... Uh, uh, is he uh, into that sort of thing
3: oh yes from what he's told me he keeps meticulous records of, of all of his plants how he cares for them where they came from um, he likes propagating them so I, I but he wants to know more about the plant too so oh. he's interested in whatever you could provide oh, yes. I,
0: I actually was wondering if he was doing some sort of experimentation
3: I'm not sure I don't I don't know uh, he seems he he did mention something about a um special fertilizer he experiments with his fertilizer um Hmm. but i he hasn't mentioned anything i don't remember him mentioning anything about his plants.
0: is is he a rather mellow sort of fellow
3: i i think so yes um well well i don't know janet what do you think he's very meticulous eccentric a little eccentric um very clean home
0: oh he does yes oh then it's probably nothing
3: Oh well, wait! Well, well, what what is what is it you're thinking?
0: <laughs> well, I'm kind of embarrassed to say.
3: No, you know, no, no. People
0: not. people have secrets, um, but I suppose nowadays some of this is not that unusual. Some of these plants that he's growing um, are drug related. Really? Oh, yes. This this one here is most definitely cannabis. Um, I think they call it marijuana a reefer. Well, yeah, I don't think there was any reefer madness yet, uh, but uh, yeah, it's, <laughs> it uh, it it's a, it just gives you a uh, it's it's a somewhat of a depressant, but it uh, makes you feel good. Um, hmm. I think, although you've only got a black and white um, yeah, picture, um, the shape of the leaves on these over here. This could be cocaine. Um, the, uh, oh, yeah, from the wait. coca leaf, another very popular drug. But he's not like growing enough here to produce any kind of quantity of, of
1: drug. Enough food. for personal use?
0: Well, perhaps. Um, of course, in, in some places, uh, it's used for altitude sickness if you're climbing um, to a very great height. You can chew the leaves from this plant, and it it sort of alleviates the headache.
3: He did. He he. Uh, from what I understand, he did some traveling in the Himalayas, and s- might might still do. So that might. Explain well, this that. is a
0: native of South America, but uh, oh,
3: okay. Um,
0: he may have acquired it from somewhere. You say he's a collector, so it could be that sort of thing. Maybe he has a theme. Some people some That's people lady. grow specific plants. This one is Digitalis, a foxglove. A lot of you in the town have that in growing in your gardens. Interesting. Um,
3: okay. But in large you quantities
0: say, it's a deadly poison.
3: Really?
0: Well, in like these I quantities say, most,
3: you see here, or is it just
0: Well, digitalis oh. itself, Fox bud, it's a beautiful flower. I'm sure you probably have them in your garden.
3: I um, certainly do so. Likely so. As
0: much as a single leaf can kill a human.
3: Oh my goodness!
0: They're quite deadly, but then there's a lot of deadly plants that we grow because they're pretty. And they, are,
3: it's quite pretty, yes. Fascinating.
0: So it's an interesting collection that he has.
3: Mm-hmm. Indeed. Would you mind, it, when you do go visit Mr. Corbett, um, <laughs> pa- would you mind uh, passing on any information you learned about this new plant? I am quite curious about it now myself. Oh sure, sure. Thank you.
0: I mean, if it's an unknown species, I might ask him if I can it. Spend some record time it. with it.
3: Yeah, sure, of course. Um,
0: the, the obvious uh, advantage to letting me discover it is I could name it after him.
3: Oh, wouldn't that be interesting? In
0: general, okay. botanists don't name anything after themselves, even though they're the discoverer. They always name it after somebody. And since he really discovered it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> that would be, that would be quite, quite pleasant, of course. Thank you.
3: Wonderful. His name is Bernard Corbett.
0: Bernard Corbett. Okay, I've got that written down. Thank you very much. Should be quite fascinating.
1: Yes. Uh, uh, Just a quick question for Mm -hmm. you before we go: Is is there a a book available in the library here that I might check out about uh, dangerous and medicinal plants?
0: Oh sure. Yeah, I'm sure there's quite a few.
1: Fascinating. I can see the book title now, Garden of Deadly Delights.
0: <laughs> well, have you ever seen, you've probably seen some of those beautiful French gardens that look like they're gigantic knots tied. of Oh, plants. yes. Those are usually all medicinal herbs, things that apothecaries would use and, and so forth. Um, you said something about him making fertilizers. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. He might be using some of these, the chemical extracts in his ideas. Uh, Who knows? It'll be fascinating to speak.
3: Yes. Yes. I'm sure it will.
0: All right. Good night. Good afternoon, ladies. And you guys leave. Um, so we got to get something for Frank and Clark and Let's, let's say that at some point this afternoon, the three of you are getting off of work at the same time, and you meet in the street uh, in the middle of town.
5: But Frank was staying home. Oh, that's right. You were staying home.
2: And I had a busy day at work. I was just, I was just going in for a half day, and wow, did it pick up. I'm yeah, oh, trying to know. get
0: you three together somehow. We'll just say that, that Frank goes into town to pick something up because uh, he's tired of eating remains. Uh, that's what you call leftovers. Um, yep. <laughs> and Let's say you all meet up somewhere near, uh, I don't know, Clark's shop. Oh, hey, you're just Frank. on an afternoon walk.
2: Huh, oh, wow, what a busy day. I was just gonna do a half day, Frank, and gosh, the people wouldn't stop coming in. It was great business, but I'm exhausted. I'm glad it's the end of my day here. Ah, Frank, good. Clark, good. how's it going?
5: Whew. Oh,
4: hi Andy, a wonderful okay. day. Just finishing up
2: my beat. I was uh. busy. Busy down here. A lot of people, a lot of visitors coming in for the holiday. It's sad to see them go. We had an extra 2,000 in sales today. It was a stellar day. Oh, wow. Whew. Breaking it's in amazing. the dough. goodness. Ew. Yeah, it was tremendous. One of our best days in ages.
0: Wow. So, what would the three of you guys like to do? We just walk home you could go snooping or doing something
4: well you know i could jump um frank you know something about the occult don't you
5: uh, i've done my share of dabbling in my youth and uh, i am a mason uh, so uh you might say i have a little bit of knowledge of it, yes well,
4: take a look at this. I, I, this is a rubbing I did of some evidence I've, that I, um, well, something I'm researching. I got a, I got a suspect in mind, and uh, this is what we found. I hand him the rubbing.
5: Uh, well, this is fairly uh, simple stuff here, Andy. This is just a, it's a pentagram depicting Baphomet, typical Symbol of the satanic church and the satanic belief. All right.
4: Well, that puts me, i yeah, yeah, I'm starting to be more and more confirmed. I can't, you know, confirm anything to you, gentlemen, yet, but um, slowly building the evidence. Maybe I can solve uh, at least one of the crimes around here that's been occurring. Well, hopefully you will get to the bottom of it. I hope so too I have my suspect just a matter of getting enough hard evidence against him thanks Frank
5: sadly Mm. religious iconography you can't really condemn a man for his religious creed can you
4: well you know
5: unfortunately
4: this neck of the woods when you get something like that usually means people um, you know pretending to do witchcraft or worshiping Satan. You know, and you know. Yeah. You know, usually it means sacrificing animals and stuff like that. So you know. Gotta that take a look like into what it. The jackal was doing. Yeah. yeah. I don't well, know working mom. an angle I have. Well I hope whoever it is, I hope you catch him, Andy. So do I. No one deserves to lose their pet, that's for sure especially in such a horrible and misguided way. But we'll catch them. We'll catch them.
5: I'm sure you will.
4: Well, why don't we go grab a piece of pie? I mean, I just got off. I could use a cup of coffee and a good piece of pie. That
5: sounds like a good idea. I concur on that one.
0: All right. And we'll say that as you uh, just as you are sitting down at the table and the waitress, you've already told her when you walked in the door that she would like some pie. Uh, She's bringing you guys coffee and pie. Uh, you see uh, Dr. Clara and Janet uh, walking back towards your neighborhood um, just outside the shop from the from the university, obviously.
5: Oh. Well, I'll be... Clark. do you want
4: to grab your sister and Doctor Claire, maybe they could join us for a piece of pie, a
2: cup of coffee. Well, that sounds like a great idea. Actually, I think uh, I think my sister might be home. I, maybe I can borrow their uh, the There should be a phone booth around here somewhere. I could go give her a call.
0: No, she's uh-huh. right outside the door. Oh, she's right. Oh, okay. You, you see oh. her walking by. Oh, hey,
2: sis, Janet. Oh, Clara.
1: What are you doing here? Are you on lunch?
2: Oh, just just uh, wrapping up a real busy day. We were thinking of having pie or something. Are you ladies
1: around? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm I'm famished. Uh, we've been at the library and at the university, and it's just been such a busy morning. Uh,
4: what have you ladies been digging into? <laughs>
3: Well, I I, um, contacted that botany professor again and gave him Mr. Corbett's information. He did tell me, um, you know, I think he mentioned it the first time and it just flew right over my head, but that Mr. Corbett's growing some very interesting things in his greenhouse, Uh, innocuous enough, but when you kind of put them all together, it does make an interesting story. He said he recognized, um, oh, Janet, what was it? What did he say? Marijuana? Cannabis yes cannabis and oh. cocaine and foxglove uh, innocuous things by themselves for sure uh, just interesting all together in, in one place i suppose he said but, that uh, just
1: one leaf of the foxglove could kill a man and mm-hmm. i think that it's
3: in all of our gardens yes Janice well, already got a million flowers. ideas for the next book <laughs> Oh, and and we found oh we found his poor wife, poor Lynn, her obituary. Um, so sad. Um, oh, how um, did she sorry. die? Childbirth. Childbirth. Oh, yes, yeah, she oh, died from know.
5: childbirth, mm-hmm. oh, you, you blood know, loss Frank, and mm-hmm. anemia. Mm-hmm. Yes, I was the one that received her.
3: So terrible.
5: Was it at the hospital?
3: No, she had a home birth.
5: Yes. Oh,
3: Frank, do
1: you know her family's not? Local was she buried locally, or did they send her to a family plot somewhere? Oh no,
5: uh, she was she was buried over in Saint Michael's Church. Was it Saint Saint, Saint Paul's? Saint Paul's Church.
1: Is that where the Corbett
3: family plot is?
5: Yes. Yes.
3: I wonder how they met. I I, I think I remember him saying, years ago, her saying that she was from maybe Nebraska or somewhere in that area. I wonder how they met. Interesting.
2: Are are you thinking anything uh, fishy was afoot of of, uh, where they had her buried or?
1: Oh, Clark, it's just my morbid curiosity. You know that. these old families and their traditions are just so fascinating. <laughs> you know, like our family and how we're likely to all be buried uh, back in Providence. Yeah, uh, Good point.
3: I, I think it did say that she, uh, her parents survived her. So I, 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 that's an, that is um, a logical train of thought, Janet, to say they, they might have wanted to bury their daughter back home. But yeah, I think Frank's right. She's probably buried St. Paul's. Hmm. Oh, and we did some digging on the, a um, little bit more digging on the the Hindu religion itself and some of that iconography we saw in his home. And that interesting, we thought it was, we thought it was a knife, we thought it was a weapon. Turns out it's not. It's really not. It's just, it's something used in religious ceremony. It's interesting. Yeah,
1: I, I really thought for sure it was quite a sinister oh, me too, artifact Janet, myself. Me too.
2: I wonder what type of uh, ceremonies it was used for especially before uh, Mr. Corbett got it. I wonder if it was made brand new and he got it as a tourist item or was it actually used maybe in some rituals and then he picked it up. That'd be interesting if there's a history yeah, behind he? it.
1: Yes, I'd, perhaps I'll ask him next time. Uh, I bet that's an, an interesting story in itself. India, vignettes and travel.
0: Excuse
4: me. Um... I got something I just remembered I had to take care of. I will see you guys
2: a little bit later, all right?
1: Oh. Of course, Andy. All right. Yeah,
2: sorry about that. Don't worry, Andy. It's um always good to see you.
0: I would like uh Clara, Olivia, uh Grant, and uh Frank to do spot it's Oh no, hidden. that's a
3: 97. No. <laughs> Where's
5: my spot hidden? There it just- is.
2: That is a success. I failed terribly. OK. 78 out of 70.
0: OK. So the way you guys are sitting at the table, um, uh, Clara uh, and Clark and Frank, you see nothing. Uh, but uh, Janet, when just a second before Officer Andy said that, um, he stretched his neck like he was looking at something outside. And you glance over, and you see Randolph Tomasowski walking down the street, like away from the hospital towards wherever, toward in the other direction. So you see, and then of course, Officer Eddie excuses himself and stands up and starts walking towards the door.
1: As soon as he's out of earshot. I think he's after that man. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the Jackal Suspect, the- Oh, Kalozowski? Tomawoski, oh, Toma- uh,
2: Zos- Toma Zos- T- Tojagani? T- T- yes. Tomaz- the-
5: Tomazowski?
1: Yes, yes, that one. I, look, look. I mean, don't look like you're
5: looking, but look. God. go figure the professional snoop of the neighborhood teaching me how to
0: snoop. (laughs) So you say that just as Officer Andy is going out the door and the, the little bell on the door, ding, 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 like this. So yeah, you definitely see Officer Andy going in that direction. What do the four of you do?
1: Watch intently.
0: Well, in the a second, they'll be out out of the sight because you're looking out the window of the restaurant. You, do you think
2: Andy might need help? I mean, he could be dangerous. I don't know. Should we go after him? Well, we shouldn't get him. We shouldn't stop him from doing his business. But what I'd want to maybe stay back and make sure he's okay.
1: Let's go, Clark. grab my handbag and run after Clark
2: oh and I make sure I put a couple dollars down on the uh, the table to cover all of the tip and the pie and the coffee and everything that I have
0: Frank what are you going to do <laughs>
5: <laughs> set the pie down and fine I'll follow along
0: <laughs> so the three of you are Claire, Dr. Claire. are you getting up
3: I suppose so. I'll settle the bill and then follow, right. but I'm not running out.
0: All right, so the four of you go out the door and Andy has already gotten maybe 30, turns around, 30 turns feet away. And then right. comes um, along. <laughs> Officer Andy, do a uh, call it a stealth roll. All
4: right. Regular success.
0: All right. Um Tomasowski, you're pretty sure Tomasowski is heading towards his apartment. All right. Okay. I'm
4: hang back a little bit, but keep on see see if he set you know has any contact. with me, What shops he goes into as he's heading that way.
0: Okay. He doesn't seem to be going into shops. It looks like he's going somewhere. All right. Know. I'm just gonna follow um, from a distance. Okay. Um. So as you're walking along, he looks skittish. Um so you know he'll he'll he's kind of looking around as he's going, but you're a ways behind him. Uh, are you on the opposite side of the street or did you cross the street? Um
4: I'm probably gonna be um probably be better if I'm on the same side of the street because if he does a glance back, he might see me on the opposite. So I need okay. to be on the same side he is
0: on. Okay. Uh, so you cross the street and you're on the same side him. Now, it's the day after 4th of July. It's a busy day. There are people out. It's the middle of the day. There's, not a, it, there's never a huge crowd in Arkham, but um, there are other people around and there are cars in the street. So, of course, uh-huh. you Managed to cross the street without any problem. People stop. It's, it's not crazy. Um, uh, the four of you. What are you doing? You see him cross the street to get behind Tomaszowski.
2: I'll stay a block away from him. Like I, I don't want to be. I want to be like far within sight, but not cramping his style at all. Okay. Like so um, like a whole block.
0: You all. You're all together then. All right. Um, Tomazowski gets to the end of the street and he stops and he reaches in his pocket and he uh, pulls out a cigarette and he lights the cigarette and as he 's standing there he 's turning back and forth um, and <clears throat> he 's going he 's going to look straight back um, you you can tell that he 's about to do that i 'm going to
4: step into a I assume there's businesses with that. Right. I'm going to step in one of those. So All right.
0: So do another stealth roll just to see if you manage to do it. All right. Ooh, a hard success. Okay. So just as you see him glancing, uh, or just before he glances, you step into a uh, the front end of a store, the, the little cubby. And so he doesn't see you, but he does see the four of you a block back. And... He sort of uh, will say, Andy, that what you are looking at is you're looking through glass into the display case out the front of the glass. So you can still see him, but very likely he can't see you. Um, he glances and he sees the four of you standing there, like looking in his direction. And uh, uh, he stamps out the cigarette and he starts walking away faster. Uh-huh. Andy what do hmm. you do
4: I see he's a little bit um, like he's noticed something um, may I take a quick glance back just to see if I notice what he noticed
0: yeah you see the four of them and they're now starting to catch up towards where you were
4: um, uh, he's, he's on the fear now so I might as well just wait till they catch up because okay. he's, he's
0: he's so they catch up, and they come around the corner. They didn't. They didn't see where you went. <laughs> yeah, I step out. I go.
1: Oh, uh, Andy, were, are you all done with what you were doing? I, we were just, we well, were just. you know,
4: uh, you know, it it, it seems that uh, my friend, the person I was following seems to noticed you for?
1: Oh, well, we were just walking and talking, uh, mm-hmm. having a nice restorative before Clark goes back to work.
4: Of course, of course. Well, why don't I come along with you and we can head home. Okay.
1: Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. If you're done with what you're doing.
2: Oh yes. I'm pretty much done with what I'm doing. Oh, I'm right. so sorry, Andy. I, it's I okay. It's I, okay. I, I, I didn't know you were on the job. I thought you were off work. Here, that's all right. You know,
4: it's, this is more of something I'm investigating on my own. Okay, I'm so sorry. I'll, I'll give you okay. ample distance next time. You didn't know. I've been trying to keep it under my hat.
1: Everybody do.
0: Everybody do a spot hidden.
1: Wasn't
2: that that man? Ooh, ninety-five.
0: <laughs> you notice a really really interesting vacuum cleaner inside the shop. Oh yeah. So,
1: yeah. so yeah. regular I success.
0: A, I
4: had a hard success. Okay. I'm checking.
5: spending I'm spending ten luck to pass this because I got a off of my you
0: don't, you don't need to spend don't spend any long. how about yeah. you Dr. Clara okay you didn't pass all right so as you guys are standing there discussing this uh officer Andy you glance and Janet you're always glancing um uh you notice that he stopped a ways away uh and when you look over at in his direction he's looking right back at you guys and then he takes off running down an alleyway,
1: Andy. That man is clearly up to no good.
4: Yeah, but unfortunately, he was kind of given, um, you know, you know his cockles got up. Basically, don't worry about it. I'm quite sure that you know, with time, I'll be able to. Chicken, he's got a head start. He's at least a couple, a block or so ahead, and he knows he's being followed. So it's not going to do me any good anymore. I was trying to follow him so that I could find out who he had contact with. Well, I'm trying to, maybe, I'm trying to build a case. Is what I'm trying to do. Well, it's it on looked, my own
2: time. It looked like he saw us and not you. So, maybe he has no idea it's you that's looking, so well, you
4: know, I did see my back at least talking to you guys, so he might think that I had something to do with it. I don't know if he recognized me from this distance or not, but you know
1: maybe we could cut him off
4: oh i he's I doubt we you know we'd have to run through the streets and it would just give him more emphasis in believing he was being followed or I'd rather just let him think that maybe he was mistaken seeing that he was not followed. Yeah. He
1: could be disposing Uh, of evidence.
2: This might be a good time then for the four of us, not you, Andy, but for the four of us to loiter around here a little bit longer and do window shopping like we were actually here.
4: Oh, that's what you guys want to do. I mean, I know where he's you know, where he, direction he was heading towards. He looked like he was heading back towards his apartment. But he seemed to have a a I could tell just by his demeanor that he might have been planning to meet someone. Uh hopefully I'll be able to find
0: out later on. Very interesting. All right. So
1: certainly suspicious. Uh, oh,
0: unless you want to do something else, you spend a little time out there but then you probably end up going back to your neighborhoods Mm
4: -hmm. i'd rather have him think that you were looking for me than anything else because okay if he takes a peek back and sees that we're hanging together and chit-chatting and
2: looking at the stores maybe he'll get another idea yeah when we return to our neighborhood is uh is mr corbett's car pulled into the driveway
0: yes it's it's there you've you've gotten home uh, I don't know. Probably there. Sure. It's. I'm sorry. If you're getting, I, I'm kind of confused about time. Are we there about five o'clock? Getting home.
2: That sounds fair.
0: Okay. Yeah. So five five fifteen or so is when he pulls into his drive and he gets out and gets goes into the house. And if he sees you, he gives you a friendly nod and goes in. Just, just for logistics purposes and
2: envisioning, I forgot the map. Who is on the side of the street that Mr. Corbett's on, on the side of Mr. Corbett's property that has the greenhouse and gardens? So are the, are the, is the greenhouse and gardens more on, the, on Clara's side or Andy's side? Okay, so Andy's side would be the greenhouse side, okay. And Clara's side would be the vegetable garden side. Okay, perfect.
0: Okay. So are you all going home or are you going to congregate for a while? Since I'm here,
4: you know, you know, I'll at least walk them home.
5: Okay.
1: I must see to the cats, so I will. uh, I will just go home for the evening and retire.
2: Yeah, and I'll walk you, you know, by your house because we're neighbors. So I'll just keep on walking on by. Have a have a good night, Janet. Take care, Clara. Right.
0: So you all go to your respective homes. Is there anything anybody wants to do?
4: Uh, I'll make a quick call to Dave just to let him know that I was following him and I think he, I I was spotted or um, at least he was suspicious enough that he uh, decided to peel away. That way, um, Dave is up to um, you know up on what's been going on.
0: Okay. All right, evening comes, and evening goes, and the Mm. next morning. um, Once again, we are back to regular work days. Uh, Clark goes into work. Frank goes into work. Officer Andy goes into work. Uh, Claire is working on her her historical uh, art and documents and whatever she wants to be working on. And, Janet, you are maybe cleaning the house yeah. <laughs> or whatever. Pretending I'm writing. Okay, you're pretending you're writing. Um, is there anything you all would like to do today?
1: Um, I would like to return to the library because I'm going to look up uh, the dangerous plants of North America. Okay. And uh, if Clara's at home, I will invite her
3: to come with me.
0: Okay. So,
3: of course. Always look for a nice opportunity to get out. All of right.
0: So, you guys are going to look <laughs> for poisons and dangerous plants. Um, in whatever spare time you have for the other three, what would you like to do?
4: Yeah, I'm going to see um, maybe uh, since uh, Tomasowski had a, a rap sheet. Um some of the stuff he did he had to ha- go through a pawn shop or a few other things see um um what I can find out about his past associates or about him from past associates
0: okay um what you find is not an incredibly long list but it gets it there's a lot more of it the younger he gets um, which probably means that he's gotten more clever as time goes along. Um, he seems to, a complaint that comes up quite a bit is a um, uh, a, a sort of a, a negative reaction to any kind of religious uh, talk. You know, people being polite have invited him to church, and he's quite... Uh, anti-religion, at least anti-Christianity, anti-Judaism uh, or anything like that. Um, and that sometimes causes him problems at work, getting into scrapes. He has a problem with authority. That's the kind of stuff that you see on his record. When he was younger, you see that he gets into a lot of fights, uh, that there's a lot of little petty theft stuff. Um just in general everywhere. Arkham's not that big of a town, so there's little bits and pieces from all over. But lately there's been nothing like theft or anything like that. The, the, the most obvious thing lately is probably due to his anti-religious association or possibly suspect of being a Satanist um, in Arkham. And that's why maybe that they suspected that he might be some sort of weird animal sacrifice or something, Um, (coughs) which you've now you don't know for sure, but you've definitely confirmed. (coughs) Excuse me, that um, he has an association with Satanism. All
4: right, it's just gathering more proof. Would I know anyone that in the um, it, anyone that's part of that that we have flipped, or I could get more information from?
0: Not really. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. pretty much giving you all the information. That all out.
4: right. Um, At least that's more than I had. I'm gonna give him a you know. I'm gonna try to like I said. I right now trying to follow him right now would be a bad idea. I'm going to wait a few days, maybe a week, and try to keep an eye on him again because he might recognize me. And plus, he's probably really antsy right now.
0: Well, do, a, do an idea roll for me. All right.
4: um, I'll spend one point to make that a success.
0: Okay. Your Your past experience with punks like this is you can sometimes get them to squeal uh, if you corner them.
4: All right. Then I'm going to try to do that. I know where he works. Um, And, you know, I know when he gets off, so I'm going to try to corner him as he's getting off. Okay. Uh, Maybe with a little bit, you know, if I can, you know, have the – Make sure that the my friend at the hospital lets me know when he's, you know, in his locker at his locker and kind of corner him. Then
0: okay, so, so. you're gonna try to you're gonna corner him when he's in the locker. Yeah, all right. Uh, did you want to take anyone with you?
4: Yeah, uh, well, do I want to? I'm going to see if, yeah, I'm going to see if Dave is available first.
0: Okay. Uh, So once again, playing Dave, uh, White Thorn, (laughs) is our quick change artist prop magician, Stuart Lively. All right. So the two of you approach, uh, you've already called – the guy, the, guy, the, the security guy, um, security guy, says, uh, uh, "Yeah, he just went into the uh, the lockers. You could probably catch him in there. You can catch him with his pants down."
2: Yeah, that's what we're thinking. I'll go around back and cover the exit. Well, you can right. drill him. All
0: okay. right, I go up
2: there. <clears throat> so
0: you're going to go uh, cover the exit in the back of the. There's like a dozen exits to the hospital.
2: Oh, just to the room he's in.
0: There's only one entrance or exit.
2: Okay, well then I will, as we enter, I will stay at that exit. Okay. So there's no way for him to go.
0: All right, let's see if Tomaszowski is taking a shower. Uh, He is not taking a shower, Uh, but he is uh, in front of his locker and he's taking off his scrubs or not scrubs, but his orderly clothes and he's putting on his jacket. Um, all right. So he's doing that as you come inside. Yeah, yeah. Officer, well, before I ask you, Officer, are you addressed as a police officer? Yes, I am. Okay.
4: All right. <clears throat> so go. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Randolph, I was hoping to catch you here. What do you want? I uh, just want to know what you've been up to lately.
2: And as he says that, I uh-huh. m- make sure the door closes loudly and I stand in front of it.
0: Okay. Uh, what What the fuck's going on? Uh, I didn't do anything. What, what are you doing? Uh,
4: that's what they always say. Now, you know, and I know that you've been up to things lately. It's about time you come clean.
0: Um, do a psychology that... roll. You can both okay. do psychology rolls. You're both cops. All right. Ooh.
4: That is a hard success.
0: All right. Um, you see a look come over his face that you've recognized before. It's it's the look of a cornered animal um, about to either attack or flee. Um, All
4: right. I am ready to block him, but I'm also, my other hand is is at um, uh, where my billy club, where I can easily get my billy club.
0: Okay. Um, uh, so he's, he's almost looks like a deer in the headlights. He's frozen. Um. At, at anything you're saying to him.
4: All right now, why don't you make it easy on yourself? Why don't you tell me what you've been up to, particularly with these animals.
0: And suddenly he bolts for the shower. Okay, right.
4: I'm going to try to tackle him.
0: Or okay, boom, you know. um, do a uh, see if you can. A brawl tackle.
4: It's a brawl, right? Yeah. All right. 15. That is three points away from an extreme success. That's a hard success.
0: Okay. All right. You um, tackle him as he dies. It almost turns into a dive because he's getting ready to run into the showers And when you tackle him, you grab his legs, and he goes down. Um, He got a 99. So I am going to say that as he goes down, there is that tiled lip going into the showers, and he strikes that full force with the side of his head. Uh, and there is a horrible crunching noise, and blood sort of spatters onto the ground in front of it. And uh, he, you're not sure if he's unconscious or not, but he's definitely twitching as he is. Okay.
4: Dave, get a med team in here. to try to run, uh, escape, it. and... Um,
2: Pulling in med team right now. All right.
0: All right. Um, medical team comes in. There's a medical emergency. They come in, uh, they, uh, they take him, uh, do a luck roll. All right. What is my luck?
4: Um, just got it 65.
0: Okay. Okay. Um, so they they take him in, and and your friend is like, "What the hell happened?"
4: I started questioning. Him. He decided to take a run for it, try to grab for him. It.
0: Yeah. Shit, um, I don't know what to do in this case. Uh, you guys are the police officers. Say he was resisting arrest. Yeah. Or
2: that's what I would say: resisting arrest. Can I- yeah he when he was he was approached to be questioned he spooked and started running and slipped in the shower
0: do you um do you stick around to find out what's going on
2: yeah I do yeah we, mm. yeah I sh- I'll I'll do that it's uh, my beaten area so plus I probably know some of the medical team in the emergency so
0: okay um they do what they can for him, but he dies. <sighs> hmm. What? I'm not sure how police... I suppose police, you're going to be able to say that you were questioning him and he uh-huh. ran and slipped and you will be believed. <sighs> but... um He's dead.
4: Yeah. Well, we're going to collect it. You know, he was still in his, he hadn't changed into his um, regular clothes. right? He was
0: halfway changed. Yeah. All right. yeah. I'm Gonna I'll see still, if we
4: can get a hold of his, his apartment keys.
0: Okay. Um, yes, that's easy for you to do.
4: And say, Dave, why don't we check out his apartment? I'm quite sure if there's any evidence, we'll find it there. Right yeah. at this point, we Bad should probably
2: luck on visit. his part, he shouldn't have tried to run. We should, uh, if, if we should probably contact uh, the uh, inspector on duty, yeah, to start work for a, a warrant uh, search,
0: yeah. then. Um, all right, there's a lot of uncomfortable questions that are asked. What was he suspected of? Why did he, you know, exactly what you'd expect. But within, okay, I don't know anything about police procedure. Within half an hour or so, um, uh, you have a warrant. You have permission to search his place. And any irregularities, you know, the police are going to cover that up. Um, okay. All right. So what would you like to do?
4: Well, I guess Dave and I are going to head to his apartment. Check it out.
0: All right. So you arrive at his apartment, which is dark. Um, and uh, you gain access. Uh, so you're going to go up and start looking around. Um, the apartment is unusually dark. Uh, it looks like he has black curtains and he has black shades that he can close up. Um, I don't think you need to do a spot. Let me just describe it for you. When you walk into the apartment, the apartment reeks. Um, not so much like unusual reek, but like somebody who never cleans their apartment. The place oh. is filthy. There are food uh, wrappers and things on the floor. Um, the the guy never picks up after himself. There's dirty laundry. Uh, there are stains on the furniture. Um, and directly across the room, uh, there is a little table set up with this.
4: Oh, Jesus. Take a look at this, Dave yeah yeah. i think you know I, w- I was hitting the nail on the button why don't you grab uh, why don't we carefully take that knife it might have some blood stains yeah of
2: animals and stuff like that i'm i'm ex- suspecting we brought uh with the warrant we brought a camera for such sure search yeah so start doing um
0: Taking pictures of it all. Take
2: taking pictures of all the evidence and want
4: to help me with the ice box after you get the photos of the this room? Yes, sir. I have a funny feeling we're gonna find something in the ice box. Yeah, I want to make sure we have a photo of it. I, yep. um,
0: you go to the ice box and you open it up, and there are a lot of old things in there, and uh, and other things, uh, but amidst the uh, beer and vegetables and other things, you do find some odd-looking pieces of meat um, that don't look like they came from a chicken or a pig or a a cow. You're thinking Uh. dog and cat, maybe.
2: Yeah. All right. So pictures of that. And more than one. I want to make sure that when we get them to our developers yeah, that they yeah. I think good. we should take this to the
4: coroner that's at the hospital. Maybe they can tell us what it is. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, you can almost tell. Because if it's got a paw or if it's got a, oh, yeah. a cat. Yeah. yeah,
4: but we take photos of this. But I'm going to gather it all up and take it in as evidence. Anything in the freezer?
0: Um, probably a few more pieces like that.
4: Uh, um, photos.
0: Do a uh, do a spot head in this call.
2: Ooh, finally! Wow. Oh my nice. gosh, that's a one! That's a one! It's Wait.
0: a double o oh one. Okay, nice. What, what did you get, Officer Andy? I just had a regular success. Okay. So, um, Officer Andy, as you are uh, looking around the room, uh, you also see evidence of drug use. Um, a number of little vials of what smell like, could be heroin, could be laudanum, could be other other versions of um, hallucinogenic drugs. Um, some that you can't identify, uh, some just have residues of, of various things that he's been using. Um, so he's obviously a little whacked out. Um, officer uh whitehorn uh is also looking for such things and he's walking around and to him one thing stands out as odd in this setting in this apartment and uh he reaches out and picks it up and says what do you think of this and he and, and as you turn and you look at it He's holding a very nice-looking basket with fruits and vegetables in it that seem extremely familiar. And that's where we're going to end our show for tonight. (laughs) Our players included Holly Buto, Stephanie Mann, Oren Meyer, uh, Jeff Beck, and Stuart Lively, with myself as the Keeper of the Secrets. We have a Discord server where you can chat with our other members. You can set up private games and learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. There's a link below. We provide audio-only versions of our shows for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The costs involved with the show are provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. We have a new patron, uh, Saren Frost has pledged $3 a month to our channel. Thank you so much, Sarah. If you'd also like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answer any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure in the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good game.